0: many are getting rich many are failing and many have fallen in their faith learn how to become and overcome. in this end time through the anointed teachings of pastor Ebenezer O'Konifa pastor Ebenezer O'Konifa is an emerging voice and a leader in this end time movement of faith his message centers on faith the holy spirit and the realities of the new creation in Christ. He is a senior pastor of Overcoming Nation Church and president of Ebenezer Colony Ministries in Accra, Ghana. Become inspired, empowered, and enlightened as you listen to the life transforming message of God's word through His special servant. And now, today's message. Tonight,
1: as you open up your spirits, God is going to speak to you. God is going to speak through you. God is going to speak about you. God is going to speak around you. Oh, lift up your hands. Just begin to celebrate the Lord right now. Oh, mando Thank you, precious Holy Ghost. We love you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Take your seats in the presence of the Lord. Oh. Hallelujah. Oh, I say hallelujah. You are still in the spirit. I say hallelujah. 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 Praise the Lord. We give God all the praise. Amen and amen. And we happy new year. As the Murahum Spirit. Amen and Amen. You come down, Kakaway. Amen and Amen. As a happy new year. Hallelujah. We give God all the praise. Wave your right hand before the Lord. The Lord is here. Oh Bashaka Nala You know, let me let me take you into the word of God briefly and then we'll come back to this atmosphere of the spirit. Today is the first night of three encounters with prophetic power. The Bible teaches us about the prophetic. In fact, when you study the Bible, the first ministry and the first gifts of the spirit that was manifested is the gift of prophecy. Prophets were the first people you see that God called and so prophecy has actually been there since the book of Genesis. The book of Genesis, it was there before the priesthood, it was before it was there before the apostles came, it was there before kings came, it was there before pastors and teachers came. In fact, prophecy or the prophetic seemed to capture everything everything that has to do with God interacting with man. And when you begin to understand prophecy even to a certain extent right from the book of Genesis chapter number 1, the gifts of prophecy or the prophetic was in operation. The Bible says that when God saw that the earth was dark, formless and void, the Bible says and the Lord said, the Lord spoke the Lord spoke, the speaking forth of the mind of God is prophecy the speaking forth of the word of God, the mind of God concerning an individual, concerning The people concerning a situation that is prophecy at work prophecy in operation listen to me, I have discovered that there are three categories of people who are living on the earth number one, there are those who are not born again They, they don't have the spirit of God in them and they live ordinary lives they live natural lives they live governed by their senses and so everything in nature is what governs them and some of them even get a bit spiritual so they engage in negative spirituality some of them are engaged in occultism some of them are engaged in witchcraft satanism of spiritual operations because if you live in this world long enough you realize that the physical is not the only thing that exists over here and that you are limited when it has to do with the physical you are limited when it has to do with the five senses and every uh, all the forces of nature you are limited so they go into transcendental meditation and now they begin to consult for higher powers and higher forces and higher spirits And so you see that even certain people who are not born again, who are not children of God, will tell you that they are spiritual. They are spiritual. Some of them even say that we are more spiritual than the Christians. Why do they always want to compare with us? We are more spiritual than the Christians. And in some cases, it is true. Because many Christians live as though they are natural beings. They live as though what they see is all there is. Thomas had been working with Jesus for over three years, and yet Thomas could not believe in the invisible. He said that unless I see him, and I put my fingers into the holes in his hands, and I put my hand in his side, the man was gruesome. He said, I will not believe. So Jesus appears and rebukes him and says, and says that blessed are those who don't see and yet they believe. Those who don't see and yet they believe. They are the ones who are truly blessed. I pray that you will tap into the true blessing tonight. I say you will tap into the true blessing tonight. In the name of Jesus Christ. You see, and so they are those who are not born again. The second category of people are those who are born again and yet they are not aware of their spiritual environment. They operate like natural men. They function by their senses. They believe in their qualifications. They believe in their human connections. They believe in their physical strength and their physical efforts. They are a second category of human beings on the earth. Such people can die anytime. They can come under any uh, any kind of uh, demonic attack anytime. Their lives are lived on chances. Their best bet is that they are going to die and they are going to make it to heaven. But every other thing that happens on the earth, uh, it is trial luck. It is try your luck. Try and see whether work. it will work. They are playing with chances. And then there is a third category. category, And I want everyone of us, I am trusting everyone, that everyone of us will rise up into this category. There are those who are living prophetically. They are those who are living by divine inspiration and by divine direction. They are the ones that the Bible speaks about when in, the, in the book of Romans, chapter number 8, verse 14. It says, as many as are led by the Spirit of God. These ones are the sons of God. These ones live in prophetic expressions. Their lives are not ordinary. You can see them here today, but before you realize tomorrow, you will see them at the top. How? You don't understand. They are living by the inspiration of the Spirit. In the book of Job, chapter 32, verse 8, Elihu, one of the friends of Job makes a reference to such people. He said that there is a spirit in man and the inspiration of the Almighty gives him understanding. These people are living above, above qualifications. They are living above their five senses. They are living above their experiences in the flesh. They are living above their human connections. When you begin to live in that dimension, anything is possible unto you. When you begin to live in that dimension, listen, you become unpredictable. The Bible says in the book of John, Jesus said in chapter number, is it chapter number three? He said that the wind blows where well, lifted. No one knows from whence it comes and whither it goes. So you see, that is born of the Spirit. In other words, just like you cannot tell the direction of the wind. Is there anybody here who can tell exactly where the wind is coming from? Is there anybody who can tell us exactly where the wind is going? He said that so is he that is born of the Spirit. Meaning if you are born of the Spirit of God, your life should become a wonder like the way wind is a wonder. You can only sense it. You can only feel its impact. You can only uh, feel its breeze passing over You You can only see its results. The Bible says he that is born of the Spirit, it's like the wind. It's like the wind. It's like the wind. You are controlled by the Spirit of God. The Bible tells us about, uh, that after Jesus was baptized, he was led of the Spirit into the wilderness. Jesus was a man who lived prophetically. The Bible tells us that one day he wake up and he'll go to a certain porch where the Lord Of invalid people, and you navigate among those who are sick and who are having all kinds of uh, situations, and you go to a specific person and minister to that person and walk out of that place and walk away. How? The man must be operating by certain codes and certain directions and certain inspirations which you cannot see. Which you cannot see. The Bible said the man had to go to Jerusalem, but he must, he must, needs pass through Samaria. Why? Because he had seen in the spirit that there's a certain Samaritan woman that he was supposed to minister to. The man did not live an ordinary life. He knew where to be at each point in time. His life was never a mistake. When it was getting near to the time when he would leave the earth, the Bible said that this man, even though earlier on he had run away from Jerusalem, why? Because the people were seeking to kill him. He now the Bible said he set his face towards Jerusalem. He set his face towards Jerusalem. All his 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 disciples were saying, Master, that is where they seek to kill you. Why are we going towards there? We have gained a, a crowd outside Jerusalem. What more are you looking for? Is it to save men? Look at the people who are outside Jerusalem are more than the number in Jerusalem. Why is your face set towards Jerusalem? Where you know you are going to perish. The man was not living by the thoughts. The wisdom of men. He knew that at that point in time that was where he needed to be. Being at the right place and at the the right place at the right time is a product of prophetic living. Inspirations of the Spirit of God. When you function this way, you don't function by the flesh you don't function by normal operations you begin to understand that nothing happens randomly everything is in a certain grand design everything is operating from the realm of the spirit you see a situation ongoing and you should know that it's a sign that something is happening in the spirit realm you begin to function above the natural senses above the level of men above the inspiration of men and above the wisdom of men Prophetic living. Paul, the apostle, also operated in such a dimension. The Bible said that when he was getting close uh, to uh, when he was supposed to be arrested, he also set his face to go towards Jerusalem, and everybody was telling him that, "Hey, don't go there! Don't go there! They are going to arrest you." In fact, there were prophecies that came, prophecies that said, "Ah, this man is going to be arrested and tied up and jailed." Yeah, the man knew that that was was where he was supposed to be at that time. Did you know that if you had not gone there, our generation would have suffered? How do I know this? You would not have had time to write the epistles that we have as the Bible we are using today. You would not have had that time. So prophetic living secures future generations. I pray tonight that the grace will come upon you. Receive that grace. Tonight I've already introduced my subject for the night. Prophetic living prophetic living. What does it mean to live prophetically? How can we live prophetically? And essentially everybody, every human being, every child of God can actually live prophetically. We can live in a certain dimension of inspiration where we are not operating by uh, based on the natural senses. When prophetically you are operating while the whole world is going in one direction, you'll be going in the opposite direction. You'll be wondering where you are going. Is that know what happened to Isaac? The Bible said In the days of, in, in that time, there was a famine which was different from the famine of his father Abraham. And the Bible said, and the whole world was on a, a, a direct journey, going straight to Egypt, because they saw they thought that help was from Egypt. He said, I wish somebody would understand. Is it, the, the, all I have been praying about when the Lord began to speak to me to share with you on this subject was that you will understand me. Was that somebody will catch the re- meaning and the wisdom of what I am sharing and desire to be launched into that dimension. Everybody was going to Egypt because they thought that that was where the help was going to come from. But the Bible said that on his way, Isaac encountered the Lord. May you encounter the Lord tonight. God appeared unto Isaac and said, I do not continue. What if he had continued? What if they had continued? The story we hear about Isaac would have been different. Why? Because he would not have operated in destiny. He would not have operated in purpose. Yes, he had a blessing upon his life. You see, and that is where most people miss it. They said, ah, I had. A, they gave me a prophecy that I, I am going to get married in this year. They gave me a prophecy that I'm going to preach in the anointing of Pastor Chris. They gave me this prophecy that I'm going to be a mover and a shaker. But it looks as though my whole life is about shaking and movement because I am the one who is been shaking. My pocket is as dry as as what? As dry as what the English it? Amen and amen. As dry as
0: <laughs>
1: I'm a tan, I think I think that's right. Come on, appreciate him you cannot even remember any. And he has to remember something, I'm tan. West African tongue. <laughs> amen and amen. See, your life is not going in the, does not seem to be going in a direction of the prophecy. Maybe it is because you are not living by inspiration. So you have a prophecy of a glorious end, and yet you are still trying to engage with the flesh. No wonder Paul will rebuke the Galatians and, and said that oh foolish Galatians, why is it that you start in the spirit and now try to finish in the flesh? Because it is foolishness. To try to survive in the spiritual world with fiscal principles. It is foolishness. Because fiscal principles cannot control the spiritual world. It is spiritual principles that controls the spiritual world. Glory to Jesus Christ. This was exactly what Jesus meant in Matthew chapter 4, the verse number 4. When he answered Satan and said that, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone. Man shall not live by bread alone. Bread ministers to the flesh. Bread, bread. I, you are not laughing. I needed you. I. You see, this is prophetic living. And because as you have just laughed, God will cause you to laugh for all year long. I mean that those who have who ginned, <laughs> may God deliver you <laughs> in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Man shall not live by what? Is it? Is it? you are becoming careful. <laughs> Amen and amen. That is not my fault too. When Eja Safu is sitting in front here. Uh, <laughs> amen and amen. Hallelujah. Man shall not live by bread alone. Why? Because bread ministers to the flesh. That's what Romans 8 verse 6. Paul said to be carnally minded, to be fleshly minded is death. It's death. But to be spiritually minded is life and peace. He said, man shall not live by bread alone, but by what? Every word, every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God, the word, the Greek word that is translated as word, is rima. But every rima that proceeds out of the mouth of God, you need to understand the difference between the various words that God speaks. Whenever we talk about the word of God, you must understand the various interpretations of that word. When we talk about the word of God, there is the Logos word. The word, the entirety of the revealed mind of God which uh, we have in the graphe. The graphe is the written word. The the logos put into writing. So the physical Bible or the, the published Bible on your phone, that is the graphe. That is the logos, the logos, the entirety of God's mind. The way God does things, the thing that God has said, the thing that God has, has taught us, the history that He has inspired, it is the entirety of His will and it is captured. But you see, there is another word that comes from God and that one is a specific word, it's a direct word. That word is called Rema. Rema is the word of God for the now. The Logos is the entirety of God's will, past, present, and future. So it captures everything that God is concerned about. Marriage, ministry, uh, heaven, the G- Jesus coming in to save us. Everything, the Holy Spirit, all of God's entire will, everything that has to do with the mind of God, is in the Logos. Very, very powerful. Very, very powerful. Because when you follow the Logos, you enter into Rhema. When you follow the Logos, you begin to fashion your life after the things that God has written, God has purposed, how God wants us to live. But there is another word. That word is a spiritual word. That word is a sword in the sp- Spirit. That word is a potent word. Look, people may quote the logos and die, but you cannot have a rhema and die. Somebody said that, oh, by his I am healed. The person died yesterday. Ask Gone too soon. What a shock. Because he was a pastor. Are we together? You can quote the logos and miss it. Because the logos is the entirety of the word of God. I, I don't have time to really go into that. But I um, just understand it. But there is a word that comes. is the spoken word. The noun word. Logos is the word of God to a particular person or a specific person. At a specific time for a specific purpose. You are in a situation and you need an intervention. You need an answer for the now. An answer that will help you now. It is a remedy that you need. Rema is God's word in the now What God is saying to you now The present word That word carries power That word carries potency And Jesus said that is the word That a man should live by He said said that we are not supposed to live by bread We are not supposed to live by our natural senses We are supposed to live by the Inspiration of God Every word that God has spoken Is inspired There is a word that comes out of God's mouth out to you specifically at a specific point in time and that is the word that way you function by you begin to live prophetically in a specific word so maybe there's a problem happening at your workplace you can start up in faith by declaring that all things work together for my good but there are many people who have been sacked even when they quoted all things work together for my good no oh. There are many people who have have lost money last year, even though they were quoting all things back together for my good. Now, there are technicalities to it. I don't want to go into that. I'm just letting you know, I see, you can quote the locusts and still miss it until the locusts becomes the rima. Until the locusts becomes a rima, And so that word becomes a now word to you. That God has spoken directly by His Spirit to you concerning that particular situation. When you catch it, that word becomes like an atomic bomb. It brings an explosion. The Bible refers to it in the book of uh, Ephesians chapter number 6. I think the verse 15 16 or 17. It said that the sword of the spirits, which is the Word of God. That word over there is rima, which is the rima. Of God. The rhema of God is a a warring word. When you capture the rhema, my God, you are you are you are done for. There's nothing the devil can do again. There's nothing the devil can do again. When Jesus caught the rhema, the Satan had to go. Satan had to go. Satan has to go take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Now, that word over there is not the logos. It's not the same word that is written in the beginning of the word and the word was going and the word of God. No, this one is the rim of God. That rim is a sword in your hand. When you catch it, don't worry about anything that the doctors are saying. Don't worry about anything that the lawyers are saying. Look, the other day, a certain, uh, last week, or last year, a certain uh, Nigerian uh, brother came, and he came to see me. He doesn't even come often for miracle services. His wife is the one who often comes. And so that day, he came, and I was like, goodness, today, uh, boss himself has come. And he came to see me, and he came to share with me a a case that he's a car dealer. And so somebody had come to give him a car for him to sell. And uh, after the car had been st- has, been, has, been, uh, has been sold, two weeks later it, it came out that it was a stolen car. Either it was a stolen car or the car had been stolen. And now they said that, ah, because he just sold the car to him, in my self-respect, so he has come around to come and steal the car. He's a Nigerian in Ghana. Yesterday, somebody was telling me that the person works in America, but then the person can work online, and so was working from Ghana for uh, the company in America. And when uh, the 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 system, their the computer system identified, they said near Nigeria, <laughs> and now the system started closing up to it. Amen and amen. That doesn't know Nigerians are bad people. Amen and amen. There are bad people everywhere, but there are some who have made a reputation of themselves. So, imagine a foreigner has sold a, a stolen car. It is more serious than when a citizen has, stolen, has sold a stolen car. How many of you know that? I see he was sharing with me, I was just listening to him. And I, I just, he, he finished, I said, are you done? He said, there Go. an exam. So, it has become a foolish case. Oh, my God. and you know when I said it's was done do you know what happened it was done it was done <laughs> because it was a remar. it came direct from heaven for his situation it came and it went and it silenced all the police case everything was silenced over there what you live by In Matthew chapter 4 verse 4 and Luke 4 verse 4 is the rhema of God. And that is what I have captured as prophetic living. Isaac encountered the rhema of God when he was going to Egypt. Abraham encountered the rhema of God when he was in his country. Everybody who functions by rhema, your life becomes extraordinary. This year your life must become extraordinary. Rhema word is a creative word. Genesis chapter 1 verse 3, and God said, let there be light, and there was light. He created light, the, outer, the God who caused the light to come out of darkness. Now, have you ever seen darkness and there's light in there before? No. You have to introduce, oh my God. You have to bring light from outside to scatter the darkness. But the God that we are serving, when he speaks, darkness becomes an easy air. Uh, I, I, it becomes ECG. It begins to produce light. Imagine that. Did we not say that it's a sun that can give energy? But when God speaks, darkness gives energy. What are you talking about? Rayman. It is, a, it has creative force. It has power that can alter situations. When you catch a Rayman, you can be in a police case. You can be having a problem where everybody is scattered in the family. But one rhema from God can bring peace and settlement. It can alter situations in your favor. You need rhema. It releases miracle working power. Look, I have spoken to people and sicknesses have been healed. I've been. I've spoken to myself, and I I, 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 my body started feeling better. Why? Because I received Rima. It wasn't just about oh, by Shout I am healed, ba, by I am healed. No, there's a Rima. Rima word is power word. Rema word is power word. What does it mean to live prophetically? It means to live by the present truth of God. Look, every word in scripture is truth, but there's something known as the present truth. What God is saying in the now. What God told you yesterday may not be the same as, may not be the same thing he's telling you to do. You need a current word from God. You need a present word from God. Second Peter chapter 1 verse 12. The Bible says, Wherefore I will not be negligent to put you always in remembrance of these things, though you know them, and um, that you will be established in the present truth. In the present truth. Meaning truth can be compass. past truth is the word of God truth is what God has said but it can become past it can become an expired word it can become a word that has lost present power haven't you realized that sometimes uh, the song that used to give you inspiration some years ago now you are trying to get the same inspiration on the same song it's not coming it's because it is not what God is saying now it's not what God is saying now there are some Bible verses you used to receive some strange encouragement from years ago, but today you read them and you are trying to activate power from them. It's not coming. It is not current word to you. It is not current word to you. It is not current word to you. There are some messages. Oh, those days when you read them, my God, you were rolling all over the place. You are, you are listening to it now, and it's "ah, uh, Where is the power that was in there? It is not current word. There is a present word. I pray that someone under the sound of my voice. Encounter the present word of God. I said encounter the present word of God. In the name of Jesus Christ. In Exodus chapter 16. You see God giving the children of uh, Israel. Manna by his word. The Bible says. The verse number after they are complained. We are asking that you have brought us out of uh, Egypt. Why didn't you let us die in Egypt? At least we would have died eating. We would have died and there was food around us. But your brother said to kill this entire company. Accusers. This year, endeavor not to be an accuser. In fact, it's something I'm praying about. I don't want to be an accuser anymore. I don't want to be an accuser anymore. Sometimes you you may not you may not be aware, but you are doing the work of the devil for him. When you look at brethren and then you accuse them. Accuse them. Somebody say things about them and they feel so bad. They feel so bad about them, about themselves. You are saying that, oh, no, no, me, I, I stay my mind. You are, you are, you are, you are, you are satan in yourself. Amen and amen. So, they were accusing Moses and murmuring and saying a whole lot of things. The Bible said that God had it. And he, told them, and he told Moses, he said, behold, in verse number four of uh, Exodus 16, he said, behold, I will rain bread from heaven for you. This is somebody's word today. God will rain bread for you. Receive it right now. Or oh, you don't want bread. God will rain birth for you. Because some people like beef roots. Eh? Popularly known as birth loaf. Hallelujah. Amen and amen. He said I will rain bread for you. Receive your bread. He said you will rain it from heaven. And the people shall go out and gather a certain rate every day. That I may prove them whether they work in my law or no. And it shall come forth on the sick day. They shall prepare that which they bring in. And it shall be twice as much as they gather. So there were specific instructions that were given to them. That every day get as much as you want. But don't let it go into the next day. And on the sick day gather enough for two days. The Bible tells us in, the, in verse number 19. That Moses told them let no man leave it till the morning. Verse 20. You see stop on people have always been there since the days of Moses. So it's not just today. When I read it, I was encouraged. I said, It's not only me who have suffered. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Moses also enc- encountered some. So I should encourage myself before I get deeply. Are you understanding me? Sometimes, Why me? Why me? Why me? Before, one million people candidate. It's what, join the club? Why millions? Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Notwithstanding, they came not unto Moses. Or did you say, I owe to me my epococomu epi. Now I know what I said, my own Hey! What's going to do? A prophet? Can you imagine? Are you understanding me? The other day, Abraham a man of God saying that. Some people, they should be careful. Me, I can pray for the sick to get you. And when I'm telling you to do something, I'm not doing it, Master. Please. You join the club. Ah, man. Ah, some of them. It's as though they have used metal for the years. Amen and amen. Ah, now you see, the stubborn ones are saying, uh-huh, so, Master. Yeah. Amen and amen. So, I saw, we name them. Glory to Jesus. That they came not unto Moses. But some of them left it until the morning. And look at what happened to it. When they left it until the morning. It bred worms and it stank. And Moses was angry with them. To me when I get angry with you. Remember Moses. <laughs> so stubborn ones. I'm coming for you. <laughs> amen and amen. Hallelujah. You see, they did not function with the rhema. The, the you it rhema. When you have received reman, you don't act upon it. It's a problem. It's a problem. Yesterday, I was at Father Mama at Church, and uh, Sister Linda was giving a testimony to her members and she was saying that sometime last year, she was having a condition of her truth and the Lord told her that, Ah, why should she go to the hospital when she has a father? Do you understand me? Do you understand me? So, instead of going to the hospital, she should come to the father. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. By saying, eventually she came. I see what I was wondering about is that why is that the lawyer and the hospital bills? If she didn't turn into money and come and give it to me as well,
0: <laughs>
1: she just carried her condition. Hallelujah. Shall I it is well. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. And God is coming to my friend me. Oh, i this ready to help. Amen and amen. Glory to Jesus. And when she came, I ministered where. She told me pain. So pain went. She didn't tell me that there was some up and down movements over there. It's a pain. So it's pain that we concentrated on. After. So she was feeling some uh, discomfort there even after the pain had gone. And she told, uh, The Holy Spirit told her again. You see, that's Rima. The Holy Spirit told her again, go back to your father. When she came back to me, I said, why are you letting this thing uh, continue? Go and get some water, provide, and drink. That is all. Can you imagine that she didn't know it? You see, I tell you. Amen and amen. She didn't do it. And she was suffering. And going through the problem. Going through the problem until she went back to Somania. And there too the problem was getting to her. And the Lord said, oh, why wouldn't you do what your father has told you? Here, if she had done it immediately, she would have gotten bottled water to you. There, she didn't get any bottled water. So she had to go for some water. And the sasher water, I am sure it's a serious matter over here. Amen and amen. And so she said, "Ah, there's so no much water. About this equivalent of bottled water." And she she prayed about it. As I told her, she took it immediately. She was free up till today. <laughs> rema. Now, even as much as this sounds nice, it tells you that not when you receive Rama, not only can it bring you deliverance, it can also bring you uh, 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 condemnation or judgment, because God has spoken. He said, no word that comes from God shall return to him void. It will go and achieve that which it has been sent to do. And somebody you said, oh, God spoke to me, didn't it didn't happen. No. No, maybe yours, it didn't come to save you, came to judge you. Jesus said that you shall be judged by the words that have spoken to you. How do I know this? In Kadesh Baniah, Numbers 13, Numbers 14, when the children of Israel, the spies are going to set out the land, the said 10 of the 12, came back with a bad report. They said that the people over there are too great for us. How can you say that people are great, too great for you? When God has said the land is for you. And they turned the people against the word of God, except for Joshua and Caleb. And they said, that, No, the people are brave for us. Let us go and eat them at once. The Bible said they were able to turn the hearts of the people so much against uh, going into the land that the majority of people even said, that, Let us stone Joshua and Caleb. About the words well, they were doing that God manifested and started speaking and talking and talking and talking. God, the Bible said, I am for peace, but when I speak, they are for oh. war. He started speaking and said, that, None of this generation shall enter into the land. He said that every one of them, tell them, the carcasses shall fall in the wilderness. Why? Because there was a rhema word that did not function. He said none of them shall cross into the land. And according to that word, every one of them died in the wilderness. Every one of them died in the wilderness. But before that happened, let me show you something that happened. Most of the time people don't talk about this. When they heard this, all of a sudden they repented. And he said, No, 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 no. Eh, forty years, eh, eh, everything be forty years into me, and then I ah, will die in the wilderness. No, 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 no. The Bible said they gathered themselves. No, no, no. Okay,
0: let us go into the land
1: at once. Look, the weather changed. The weather changed. If they had gone earlier, they could have gone at once. But because they had rebelled against the word of God, and a new word, a new rema had come, it was going to provoke evil against them. Numbers chapter fourteen verse 39. Moses told these things unto all the children, and the people mourned greatly, and they rose up early in the morning, and they got themselves up on the top of the mountain, saying, Lo, we be here, and we will go up up into the place where the Lord has promised, for we have sinned. Moses said, Wherefore do you now transgress the commandment of the Lord? It shall not prosper. Because now God was speaking something new. He said, I go and walk for 40 years. The weather changed from enter the land, Go and walk for forty years. Go and walk for forty years. Listen, this world is spiritual. Be very careful about opportunities that you are allowed to slide by. Be very careful about the ways that God speaks to you. When God gives you a direction, be very careful about how you handle it. You see, she was blessed. I'll say that if uh, luck is a word to use in Christianity, she was lucky because what she did not know was that that thing could have become a true cancer. And so instead of just a discomfort disappearing, now you, are, you need another way to deal with cancer. There are many people There are times time they come to church, God is telling them, sow a seed. They don't know that sometimes the seed is for their healing. It's for their deliverance. I say, no, 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 infi, infi." And the inspiration goes. I say, uh-huh. I knew this was not from God. I knew this was not from God. You and When You are on the sick bed. And they are praying for you. And even the healing Preachers, are pray, and you are not getting healed. You remember this. You remember this. There was a certain man. His pastor prayed. They needed to buy the land that they were on, and the pastor as he was the pastor was praying. The pastor, the Lord told the pastor that the money is in the church. The money for the land is in the church. So the pastor came to church in the morning. And said that God has told me that the money is in the church. Whoever has the money that can pay for this land. Please come and let us buy the land. One minute. Ten minutes. Twenty minutes. Nobody was coming. The, the pastor was humiliated. He was humiliated. Felt very ashamed. Because the Lord said that the money is in the church. They lost the land. They lost the land. God gave them a different land. But they lost the land. That was where they were supposed to be. Many years down the line. The man fell sick. Terribly sick. He went to their senior pastor. Because the pastor was a, a branch pastor. But then the, their senior pastor was into the healing ministry. And many people were being healed. But this man was never healed. This man was never healed. The pastor met him. He reminded him. The pastor. When you, were, when you used to be a pastor of our branch. One day. you we were calling for money. I had the money. I was stubborn. Prayed to God to forgive me. Prayed for him, that the man died anyway. The man died anyway. The buying of the land was actually to save his life in the future, but he did not know it. A rima had come. A rima had come. Listen, rima word is not whether you, you choose whether you do it or not. In fact, you can choose whether to do it or not. But you see, the repercussion it is not whether you like it or not. If it is to help you and you obey it, it will bring you salvation. But when you disobey it, you cannot run away from its consequences. You know the problem? Why sometimes? Sometimes I wonder why is it that God? So many times we have to do deliverance and we are breaking over people. who oh, We are broken yesterday and we broke five years ago and we are still breaking. It is because they are suffering from the curse of seed time and others. After you are broken, they go and break another law and another case comes upon them. So every time they are coming to church, they need to be breaking, 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 breaking. They have not learned to live prophetically. Where every day of their life, they are obeying the instructions of the Spirit for their vindication and for their glory. And so I don't know whether everybody understands me, but Pastor Wisdom understands me. So it's enough. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Praise God forever. The Bible. the Bible said when they said let us get up and go into the land. Moses said I don't go against what God has said. God said go and walk. At first he said go and eat. You didn't eat. Now he says go and walk. Why are you going against them? they did not mind him. people as one Chan. Again they did not mind the man of God. The Bible says "He for the Amalekites and the Canaanites are before you and will fall on you by the sword. The Bible says that in verse 44. But they presumed. You see, I told you that it's presumptuous feat. It is not real feat.
0: They presumed
1: to go up into the hilltop. Nevertheless, the ark of the covenant of the Lord. And Moses departed not out of the camp. The Bible says in verse 45. And the Amalekites came down. And the Canaanites withdrew in that in the hill. And they smote them and discomfited them, even unto Homer. In their lifetime, that was the first time they were losing a battle.
0: That was the first
1: time they were losing a battle. They knew that indeed God had left them. Why? They did not follow the present word of God. There are present words and there are past words. There are potent live words and there are expired words. May God bring you into the present word concerning your life. I'm talking about prophetic power and prophetic living. When you function in the present word, you function prophetically. You function prophetically. When you live prophetically, three things should be seen in your life. Three things will be seen in your life. Number one, you live purposefully. Every day you know what you are doing. You are not making a mistake. You are not taking chances. The other day there was, I, I, I don't know, but the story of God just brought to mind a, a, a certain testimony I heard the other time. There was a certain man who had been trusting God for healing. And so he joined the healing line. I think it was... Either T.E.L. of 1 or Robert's ministry. When Robert laid down for him, he said that the Lord, the Lord told him that, I have been telling him to pay his tithes. No, her tithes. It was a lady. And she had been refusing. So the sickness was there. The sickness was there. And he told her, and said, he said, well, well, say so go and obey the Lord. The next day, she passed. She tried to join the line. He saw her and he said, let her leave the line. Let her leave the line. He said, have you obeyed the Lord? Eh, well, well, go, 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 go. The third day, she, she now she used a different strategy. <laughs> the man of God did not see her. And when she was ah, last minute. He said, you by gay. Go and obey the Lord. When she was going, she said, ah, well, okay, I'll pay my tithe. I'll pay my tithe. Instantly, when she decided to pay her tithe, her sickness disappeared. Rema. Rema. What happened? The law. I don't know, but the reason I, I, I'm down here right now is because God has been speaking to certain people to do certain things in their lives, and they have been stubborn. Listen to me. Your life, a family members' life, may be in jeopardy. May be in jeopardy. May be in jeopardy. Yeah. The other day, Pastor Chris, or your share the testament said so one day he had just received a brand new car. I think it's an S class or so. And then every time he'll be having dreams that he, he's, he's driving a car, he has driven it only once so, and that he had an, had an accident in the car. He was worried, praying, 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 praying. God said, so give the car away. I don't you die in the car? He instantly, the, a certain pastor came to visit him that day. He gave the car to him. And he's alive up to today. Rema. Rema. Man shall not live by bread alone, but by everywhere. Eat. Oh, bicycle, look at Bicycle, look guys. The way you have even been posting yourself, you have posted beside the bicycle on Facebook. <laughs> amen and amen. Praise God forevermore. And then God come and tell you that you bicycle, then you. <laughs> you don't know what you are talking about. <laughs> You live purposefully. Number two, you escape evil. Number three, you prosper without sweat. You prosper without sweat. There are too many scriptures. I'm not going to give you scriptures for those ones because it will delay me. Now, this is where I want to end this message from. If you are going to live prophetically, you need to understand a number of things. Number one, the power of inspiration. Inspiration is God speaking into your hearts. Inspiration is a word that comes from you. For instance, as I'm sharing with you, do you know, I'm sharing my inspiration right now. A lot of the things, I've never realized that some of the things I'm saying, they apply to you directly. It's the same word like that. Give me a wave. Some of the things I've said, you realize that this, you see, if we've not discussed it. Your name is not in my notes. but I see, I'm speaking by inspiration. So God is speaking to you. God is speaking to you. The thing that God speaks to you, the thing that God puts into your spirit, they are inspiration. They are inspiration. You need to understand the thought of inspiration and desire for daily inspiration. Desire that every day you wake up, there's something that God has put in your heart. Sometimes it could be in the form of the song. Sometimes it could be that a thought keeps coming to you. So have you realized that at times somebody's name will come to you over and over again, over and over again, when you call the person and say, hey, you call me at the right time. Inspiration. Inspiration. The dreams are inspirations. Visions are inspirations. Prophecies are inspirations. So you need to understand the power of inspirations. Job chapter 32 verse 8. In fact, let me read from the verse number 6. Let's read from the verse number 6 and understand something over here. And Elihu, the son of Barakel, the Buzite, answered and said, I am young. And you are very old. This, take note of that. Therefore, I was afraid and I did not show my own opinion. I said they should seek. A multitude of, multitude of years should teach wisdom. But there is a spirit in man and the inspiration of the Almighty to give him understanding. The man just supposed to things of experience of age, and inspiration, qualification. And inspiration. You see, there is such a thing not known as inspiration. That comes from God. Look, you may not have even gone to school to learn how to do graphic designing. But the Spirit of God can give you a certain inspiration to do what graphic designers have never done. The first newsletter I ever published, I designed it myself. Up to today, I'm still so struggling to find out how I was able to design. When I got to the printing, uh, the, the, the 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 cafe to print, the, the one operator, uh, "Are you a graphic designer?" I said, "I'm a tongues designer." Got two hours. I was clicking, clicking, typing, clicking, typing. I didn't know what I was doing. I was just speaking. It was, it was Sunday morning. Rakapalavakas, Rakapalavakas, stretch, Rakapalavakas, click, Rakapalavakas, drag, click, 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 enter. I thought we need baby's inspiration. <laughs> amen and amen. I, I, I hope you are getting me. Inspiration can cause you to know and to do things. Inspiration. After today,
0: somebody's gonna to pray by inspiration.
1: Look, the Bible said that in the days of Moses, the the, the, the they were not trained by Smith. They, were, they functioned by inspiration. They had wisdom that came by inspiration. Some of you can receive a whole set of gifts and become by inspiration. Some of you can become farmers overnight and you have, never, you have never been to a great school before. Receive that grace. Look at Jesus Christ. He was a trained builder, not a trained fisherman. I told fishermen where to cast their nets. I'm talking to somebody over here. Look, you are about to become a consultant without going to a third school. Receive it now. Inspiration. A gentleman, he had an, a, a A diploma. And he was working with those who carry degrees, masters, and doctorates in, in, in computer science and computer programming. They worked for a certain financial institution and they needed a code that would sync all their systems across the country. They have been trying for weeks and for months. You see, I, I, they need such a guy in Bank of Ghana because they, they, too, they are trying to build some systems. Amen and amen. And they are, they, are, they, are, they are trying and working very hard. God will give it to them soon because God will send somebody with inspiration from here. I receive it now. Hey, some of the things I you go in the hotel, here. Yeah. <laughs> boy and car, boy and car. boy Amen amen. All they need is inspiration. Oh, inspiration Oh, I I'm telling. But you know, the truth is, that a lot of the things I hear, boka be Like yeah, the like, way. Yeah, Job was finding where to mine that there was iron and there was gold and there was brass in certain places. May God show somebody what to do. Some of, Somebody over here, you are going to start a business nobody has started before. You'll be making money. Because an idea can come to your spirit you can receive a design maybe you are you are into graphic design or you are into fashion design or you are into whatever kind of designing god can give you maybe yours is building i don't know about there's somebody over here if you can receive it god is going to give you a grace and ability to design houses even though you have never become been to school as an architect i don't know but the lord just just dropped this into my spirit somebody is going to receive a certain grace to design things to design things to design things Be Receive it right now. You didn't do visual arts, but you design. Receive that anointing. Understand the power of inspiration. The gentleman went to have a dream, and in the dream, uh, an angel came show him the code. Type this back, 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 back. He woke up. He was like, Hey, this is now is it possible? The best brains have already tried things, and it's not working. So, when nobody was watching, said, Let me try it. Clear. 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 Mr. sir. Eh, that. <laughs> it is a Portuguese word. Amen and amen. Receive that kind of grace. As I shall receive that kind of grace. As I shall receive that kind of grace. Look. Uh, M- M- Messi, Messi, Messi—he plays football by inspiration. Are you understanding
0: me?
1: What I'm talking Some of you, even if they put the ball on your leg, right, the ball still kick you. Can now do, amen and amen, hallelujah. It doesn't need to be flying and then getting. Anymore, any more. Sha, sha, sha. Amen. Now the church has divided into two. <laughs> amen and amen. Hallelujah. Inspiration. I don't know, but understand the power of inspiration. Some of you are going to become skilled in things that you never went to school before. Receive it. I said receive it. The power of inspiration. Someone shout inspiration. Say, inspire me Lord. me, Lord. I don't have much time. This I could teach on this for a long time. I want to touch on a few things with me. I, I hope you are getting it. Inspiration. Desire for inspiration. Morning by morning. As we pray in other tongues. Oh, sometimes, I hear me, yeah. It's on time. First few minutes, say, I hear bump-paya. How do Kiki, you know. People are bump In 15 we're going to see. we to that's what we have to get to. When you are speaking in tongues, where there will be inspiration. You must get to the place where you can hear from God daily. Listen, take it from you. I'm your pastor. I've been sent to talk to you. You can hear from God daily, hourly, secondly. You can, it's possible. That's where me I'm aiming to. That's what I want to get to. That every second, per second, I'm hearing the voice of God. I'm hearing the voice of God. I'm hearing the voice of God. One week you have not had a dream. God has not put anything in your heart. There's no inspiration. The Bible has not spoken to you. Nothing has spoken to you. You are saying that oh, I'm okay. You shouldn't be okay. You are, you, are, you are in the second category. You need to move to the third category. Those who live prophetically. Let's have a right hand. Say I'm living prophetically. Say I'm living prophetically. Number two. Understand the power of words. When words are spoken. remember Spoken words. So prophecies are often words. Spoken words. Understand the power of words. Words carry life or death. Job chapter 22 verse 28. Say, so you shall decree a thing and it shall be established unto you. The power of words. If you, are, if you are going to live prophetically, you should learn how to speak. You should learn how to speak. Make declarations. Make confess ah, this year is going to be a great year for me. Things are falling in place for me. The lines are falling in- onto me in all the right places. How can I feel? Me, feel? Never. You should make declarations. I will live and not die. Speak often. Speak often. What David used to beat Goliath was words. The man spoke about three or four times more words than Goliath. The powerful words. The power of words. Why are you always sad? You don't speak enough. Why are you always sick? You don't speak enough. You don't speak enough. You don't speak enough. Why are you always discouraged? You don't speak enough. Why are you always confused? You don't talk enough. Talk more. Say I'm talking more. I fell like sick some years ago uh, when I was in the university first year. And one brother came to tell me. He said that you are not talking. Ah, I thought he meant evangelism. I thought he meant evangelism. Seriously. I was like, no, I've mean, been doing evangelism then he said, "You are not speaking. You are not speaking enough." And I left it. He didn't explain it to me. It took me about two years for the Holy Ghost to teach me. I was talking about the power of confessions, speaking the right words over my life. And since then, I'm a talkative. Shaka and Abahaya. All things are working together for my church. That's why I'm not falling sick. That's why I'm not falling sick. Living prophetically. Living prophetically also means to live in words. To live inside words. Living prophetically. Understand the power of words. Understand the power of words. Number three. Let me move very quickly. Number three. Understand the power of prophetic directions. Aquantre. Aquantre. When Aquantre is given. You know, some people are like, hey, listen, it's not in the New Testament and so, listen to me prophetic living who call, sometimes call for you to follow a quantire. You are being told. But listen, in that quantire, there can be excesses. Even more to do, And end up doing things that shouldn't be done. Amen and amen. So just on the on the area of balance, hallelujah. And I say, well, I don't be there. Amen. Hallelujah. So, Yes. Let me correct because I will be
0: because
1: you be the man gas country. Okay now and a smile. Inspiration. What now? to Inspire prisoners. Amen and amen. Neman was a great man in Syria. And yet about uh, he had what? Leprosy. He had leprosy. The Bible said that in the course of time he was directed to go and see Elijah. Eli what? Elijah or Elisha. Elijah or Elisha. Oh, man. He was sent to go and
0: see
1: Elisha. And so when he went to see Elisha in the verse number nine. So Naaman came with his horses and his chariot, give you the scriptures quickly. And he stood at the door of the, of, Eli, of the house of Elisha. Now he thought Elisha would come up and come and beat the part of his body where the sickness was. Sometimes, uh, uh, sometimes you are praying for somebody and you are putting, you want to lay hands and the person says, uh, at the end of uh, the of uh, <laughs> they want to show you where the, your prayer should go. A little bit I don't know why Glory to Jesus Christ. The Bible says, He thought, Elisha would come out, come and beat, where the sickness was, and call upon his God, so that his God will bring healing. But rather, the man said, go and wash yourself. 2 Kings, what are we waiting for please? 2 Kings chapter 5. I'm, I hope you are not sleeping. If you are sleeping, you have to come with an inspiration, and tell us, what the Lord is speaking to the church. Amen and Amen. Yes, let's jump to first, verse number 9. So Nehemiah came with his horses and with his chariots. Let's go to verse 10. And Elisha sent a messenger. He said, go and wash in Jordan seven times. That's a contrary. Direction. A prophetic direction. Go and wash in the Jordan. Go and swim. <laughs> seven times. And say, your flesh will come to you again. The man got angry. Give me the verse number 11. He so said, he was angry and went away. Said, I didn't know water, that are there no better waters that from where I'm coming from? Let's go to verse 12 quickly. Quickly. I'm not abandoned for, for rivers of Damascus better than all the waters of Israel. May I know if I want to go and bath. The man thought it was just me a bath, you But see, a sometimes I hate to say a normal one. I'm wanting yeah. free a deep way to you're normal. you can be, you receive an aquanche to go and take coconut water. It's not like the one that you bought from a a a bars at the junction. It's not like that one. Are you understanding me, aquanche? Sometimes you may even be told to sow a seed or to do something. It's not normal. It's not normal. It's not normal. It's Is You are told to go and get oil. I told you to bring oil, right? It's a direction. Now, please, this is not cooking. It's not it's not like the one I used to cook. Some of you don't even use, some of you, this is what you use as your pomade. It's not your pomade after today. I have seen it, please. Amen. And, oh, it's not wrong. It makes your skin look very nice, actually. Amen and amen. Glory to Jesus. Once it comes with a prophetic touch, it sees it to be normal. He said that. Is to wash and be clean. So he turned and went away in rage. Now the Bible says like his servants told him, that, "Ah, if he had told you to do something more difficult, and that's what most people want. Sometimes they want something more difficult. But they want something strange." Ooh, ah, then I'll take oil and say, "Ah, rah, ah, ah, ah." You see, lying drawer, who begin who be for five thousand? Brother, you see them running. See them running. So, oh, can you come and sow a seed? Judge hmm. hmm. people. Oh, and I'm a boy. Oh, I'm a big Is Because I, you know, the way I miss mean, me, I am very simple. And I'm She me. I'm a Na yassi, mihoun mi hun zenifan, en amihoun den mi mis en den chamo, mis en ami, mis en ami, mis en ami, mis ah. Edi mis en ami, <laughs> I know. Yeah, Kobbo, baby, I'm your hunter. You can say, "Amba, amba, amba." I'm saying, you cry in the I'm telling you, a lot of some people have this, duet, and they don't get half the testimonies we get. Some of you have been around, so you know. Baby. Testimonies are Last year, 166 pages of testimonies were over 250 testimonies. What are you talking about? So, don't be looking for the unusual and miss the supernatural. Yeah. Yeah, yes. Uh huh. a Amen, So, prophetic directions. Prophetic directions. Akuanchere. If you only prophetically, you need to understand the power of these things, the power of prophetic directions. Second Kings chapter four verse three to the verse number six. The, he gave the woman. The woman said that my husband left a debt for us. Said, so "What do you have in your house?" Said, so "I have a little oil." Said, so "Go and borrow vessels, empty vessels." What is that? A direction. And then he gave her. What's said, lock the door and start pouring the oil, start pouring the oil. If it doesn't lock, people come and say that a hey, befool She turned from being a debtor to becoming a businesswoman. Today, the prophetic direction is going to cost you to change levels. Receive it right now. I said, receive it right now. Number what? Four. Understand the power of tokens and symbols. This order that we have is also a token. Tokens and Symbols. Tokens and, and, and symbols and signs. They are, they are physical or symbolic elements that represent a deep spiritual meaning. So sometimes you see in the Bible uh, they see a vision and it says, I see a measuring line, I see a rod, I see a staff, I see this, I see that. All of those things they have deeper spiritual meaning. Tokens, tokens, tokens. Sometimes you see they, they you see them they uh, uh, see they are used conveying a message or they transmit the power of God. The Bible tells us, uh, that there are some examples we see in the Bible, we see oil, we see salt, sometimes we see uh, God leading us to use fruit, sometimes even use water, water to represent something, maybe the oil to represent power, water to represent the presence of the Holy Ghost or, or something, they just mean something. But you see that, 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 let me give you a little uh, balance over here, it is only when the Spirit of God, remember we are talking about prophetic living, remember you are talking about rhema, if there's no rima behind it, I take this fruit. This fruit means my miracle baby. You know, you, my sir, you, It's a, it's a good it show. <laughs> I've just got to invite me see. Are you understanding me? But if there's a rima behind it, it will amaze you. It will work overnight. Today, let rima come to you. We have been here for longer than I expected, but may you receive a rhema. I said, May you receive a rhema. I said, May you receive a rhema. Second Kings 2, verse 19 to 22. Ah, you see Elisha at work over there again. He was, When he had received the anointing of Elijah, the Bible said, They told him that the water over here is no good. The Bible said, He said, Give me a bowl, put salt in it, and threw it in the water. From that time, the water became clean. He used, how can salt be used to purify a large. Body of water, but it was a prophetic token that he used. Second Kings forty three to forty one, Elisha was at work again. Second Kings six five to 6, six, you see him using a stick to cause an ass head to float. The Second Kings four account, you see him using a meal to to to, to take poison out of soup. How? It is a token. It doesn't work normally. Ah, Derek, that doesn't make sense. Science. You are the scientist over here. When I met him, he didn't have beard, but now I look at him—he has bearded gang. Science can Doesn't make sense. Doesn't make sense. Doesn't make sense. Does it doesn't make sense. But when it is by prophecy, it carries power. Number five: understand the power of prophetic mantles and coverings. Mantles, when the anointing leaves the body of a man of God and enters into a material, sometimes it can be a rod. Elijah asked his servant, Take my rod and go and pray for that child. It was a mantle at that point. It was a mantle at that point. Acts chapter 19, verse 12. So the vows that from his body were brought unto the sick, handkerchiefs and aprons, and the disease departed from them, and evil spirits were sent out of them. Handkerchiefs and aprons. Sometimes. uh, Last year we had a case like that. Was it last year when we went to pray for the leader of the hospital with a face towel? A woman, a, a young lady had died at the hospital. And then the Lord said that they sent a, a face who anointed face tower, had called these two men of God, Wisdom and then uh, uh, Jew. My God. And when they went there, the lady was uh, one who thanked God that they came from church. Because I'm sure if they had looked at the woman, their girl physically, they would have said, say, oh, here are they. This is Shakala, ba 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 Ah, the people are saying, "Why are you go making noise?" Leave your girl, she would continue calling on their God, and they cried the mantle. Pooh, <clears throat> this is all came back to life. Started so breaking. So mantle, mantle. Understand that. Hey, and she's alive today. She even lied to me yesterday. <laughs> she said. Come to church. <laughs> amen and amen. Hallelujah. But God is merciful. <laughs> Glory to Jesus. And finally, understand the power of seeds and sacrifices. This morning we had Shiloh service. You see, the year has started all, foundation your year. Seeds and sacrifices are spiritual tools. That you can use to activate God's power concerning specific situations. So, you have just entered in 2023. Secure your year. Secure your year. That's why God is teaching us this thing at the beginning of the year. So that you go through the year with victories upon victories. After today, God is going to start directing you. Some of you wake up from dreams and you know exactly what to do. Some of you wake up in the morning and there will be a song in your spirit, a scripture in your spirit, a word in your spirit. Some of you, God is going to start giving you clear directions on the various areas of your life. You are not going to make any mistakes anymore. I say you are not going to make any mistakes anymore. God, some of us, the direction that will bring change into our lives is God ministering to our spirits for us to sow a certain seed. And today, if you have not sowed your silo seed, Vashetele do it today. Do it today. Do it today. And tell the Lord, oh, Lord, I'm laying this seed at your altar. We are going to pray. We are going to pray. We are going to pray. And God is going to activate certain things in our lives. Glory to Jesus Christ. 1 Samuel 9, verse 6 to 8. The Bible tells us that when Saul and the seven were looking for the donkey, they could not find it. And they said, ah, there's a prophet in the town. And Saul said that, I don't have anything to give him. I don't get, And it's just a mistake. Many of us, we don't understand how to deal with anointed one. We don't understand how to tap into anointing. Seeds can tap into anointing. And blah, blah, blah. Also, Are you understanding me? Yeah. Praise the Lord. As I praise the Lord. If we don't sell the gifts, I like, see. A wise, spiritual person knows what to do to provoke the sea, because we are not always in the spirit. A prophet of God is not always in the cloud out there, and I'm seeing, I'm seeing. One day, you, you, you keep forcing prophecy, you get something, you it which is false. But then, one who understands spirituality knows how to stir the waters. Knows how to stir the waters. Last year, unexpectedly, there was a brother that I'd been ministering to. He was a brother, he's a son, he's a friend. And earlier in the year, I'd been ministering to him along certain lines. So, uh, somewhere in the latter part of last year, or just past the middle of last year, he called me one evening. I asked the man of God. I said, Why are you? I said, I'm in the office. I said, are you I said, yes, I'm in the office. He said, man of God, I'll be passing by. I said, ah, there yeah, may be a problem there, but I se. Me more. So me, I started praying, God, show me the matter before the evening comes. I didn't get any answer. Then he came, and he came. He was out, trying to cheat us. And I said, oh, Charlie, look at the time. And he said, ah, this is why I came. He brought a seat, a heavy-duty seat. Amen and Amen. So I started, when he, he started, ah, as soon as he didn't I didn't come for anything, I've seen that God is going to do something great with your life. And I want to tap into the anointing right from the beginning. Right from the beginning. He went on his knees. Whilst we were praying, I don't know, it was inspiration. I, I, got an inspiration, I opened the, opened the envelope small and see. It. As soon as I opened it and I saw, ring it so, she said, batakate leve la po po. Then the, the anointing moves to another level altogether. All together. You won't give an uh, offering that will move the anointing to another level. What are you talking about? Uh, when I learned about this some years ago, I didn't have enough money to start up anointing. So when I'm going to look for small kinds so that the anointing will look, look big, I said, I'm going to go to It's <laughs> only me. I'm going to go to the But we have grown out of that. We realize that that thing doesn't work. What is real, is real. (laughs) Amen and amen. Yes. I better leave that disclaimer before they come and do it to me. (laughs) Amen and amen. Hallelujah. And I began to rain words of prophecy. Specific, clear, accurate. Two months later, he had received a a, a beautiful four-wheel, a new car, four-wheel drive. He didn't pay a dime for it. So now, did I profit from him for he profited from me? Are you understanding the power of the seed? And do you know the amazing thing? He had actually been looking to get a car. And he was talking about a small two-wheel drive car. But prophetic living upgraded his vision from a two-wheel car to a four-wheel car. Prophetic living. Prophetic living. Listen, don't be afraid to be sowing seeds. What do you mean? What do you mean? Some of us, if we are not careful and we don't start sowing, a time is going to come, we need help, but we will not get the help. We need help, but we will not get the help because we have not laid capital in the spirits. Any money you give to God or to someone of God doesn't leave you, it just moves from the physical into the spiritual. Some of us, we have more money in our physical account than our spiritual accounts. At times, going to come. Trouble will come. Trouble will come. Any money you get, please create a spiritual account of it. Your tithes. Your first fruits. Your prophet seed. So, connect to the altar. There's a spiritual bank account, just like you deposit physically. Now, Can you go and withdraw money from a bank where you have not made any deposits? Amen. Can you go and withdraw money from a bank? Because suddenly you can't or you can't the school you went to. Amen. You can't or you can't. (laughs) I don't know. You don't want any problem. But it could also be you cannot or you cannot. (laughs) <laughs> amen and amen Hallelujah So Move things into the realm of the spirit Tonight You are going to provoke things in your life You are going to provoke things in your life
0: We hope That you've been blessed by this message For more inquiry, Visit our website www.emenezerokonipa.com Or call 0546 3957 God bless you